You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Testing, 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 one, two, three, internet radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You're listening to the podcast for the week of July 5th, 2015. I'm your host, Joe Boda. With me today, as always, is my compatriot, Peter Samine. What's up, Internet? Hey, sup? How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Just pretty good? It's... On- it's been a week. It's been a week. I got a response from American Airlines. Yeah. The response the, the, the response was <laughs> If your comment doesn't fit into the into the box, then just submit multiple comments. <laughs> that's the oh, response. Great. That sounds like So wait, that's all they said? That's all they said. They didn't even like regard that they didn't even they didn't even mention like the link or anything. Like they just basically ignored it. So I'm like, "Okay, I will submit multiple responses now." I will just copy and paste I it. I told in you it was a bad idea, so now we gotta wait longer. But they didn't longer. even like try to like say like, oh well, well of we course can't. They're not going to. Like, well, they didn't even like they didn't even like mention like, oh well, we can't go to the link or blah blah. blah. They just like they almost acted like they almost acted like the only thing I said in the box was that I need more space. Peter, like think about the person on the other end who's reading that. They are not the CEO of American Airlines. It's some chump getting paid nothing underappreciated in a soul crushing uh, crushing job i should has to get through hundreds of those tickets a day probably i should contact the president of american airlines don't be stupid hey people well, have contacted um what's his face from apple and he like personally responds and like makes things right i mean maybe but it's so just one of those Apple's things where much... it's like really hard to tell if you're taking any <laughs> of this seriously like do you actually want help at this point yeah well the thing is like Though Apple's a much better company than American Airlines, so... Yeah. <laughs> it, it just goes to show, though, that sometimes you have to play ball just yeah. to get what you want, because if you don't, well, it, I mean... It's just shitty because it took them, like, three days to make this response. Again, though, <laughs> you may have been, like, 500th in the queue. Like, that person who's doing that job just wants to blow through them as fast as they can so they can go home at some point. And if you submit, like, a doc of like 4,000 characters, it's like, ah, <laughs> I could answer this or I could just give him the response we're supposed to give. And in that case, they're probably always going to go with the response that they've been advised to give, which is please submit a comment in the comment box. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. now we wait again to see if you can actually get a legitimate answer out of American Airlines. It would be great if they like... So they're like, oh, well, just submit multiple comments and just, like, I guess say continued in parentheses or something. I don't know. Something, I, I, I'm just assuming that. What if they individually respond to each comment separately? I don't even know why you need... <laughs> I feel like a thousand characters might be enough to get across your specific situation. Is not enough, Joe. Is it not? No, no. it totally is. It, it, it wouldn't... Your, your, it, your, it would flight be... was, your connection flight was canceled. You could not get on a connecting flight in time. You had to 
get to San Francisco. But Joe, that would remove all of the snark. Again, I'm I don't know how to respond to you because I'm not actually sure how seriously you want like no, this dude, resolved or I, not. I want it resolved, but also I need my emotional. Well, I mean, side you can use story. your emotional outlet. It's just like, who are you telling this? You're telling this to some again, some schmuck. Good. The schmuck. Is, the schmuck isn't going to do jack shit for you, like uh, <laughs> for better or for worse. We'll see. I, I will try this individual response. If, if that is unsatisfactory, then I'm. I'm going to elevate it to higher levels. How, how, wait, why haven't you already? Where, where else does this have to go? Well, as you've mentioned, like I could literally like contact the CEO and just be like, dude, what the fuck is going on over there? And the minute he says, what the fuck? He's like, troll email, delete. No, I <laughs> guarantee you. <laughs> I wouldn't actually say what the fuck is going on over there. I just don't know with you anymore. Your snark levels are too high. This <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well outside of that what else you got going on in your life uh things i'm not allowed to talk about not allowed to talk about that yeah that, uh nda you signed well just with well, garmin i, I no? signed a thing yeah well i did sign a thing saying i wouldn't talk about things yeah no um and yet you just tell everyone you meet about them huh funny that funny th- I just say I'm not allowed to talk about them. Um, no. It, so I, for the past couple of weeks, my boss has been like, hey, you should start using Garmin Connect, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I need a device. I can't use it unless I have like a watch, right? And he's like, well, I'll try to get you one. And finally, he's like, here you go. I got you one of the new ones. So I'm like, oh, cool. The thing is, it's so new that it's not even out yet. So it can't be used on the website. I'm like, well, you got me the new one. <laughs> got, we just pulled it from a bin of prototypes. <laughs> it's not a prototype. It's a final version, but like, you know, they make these units months in advance for the launch, right? Yeah. So like I have it, but it literally won't be out for months. So I'm just gonna have to wait for months until I can actually sync all my data over. Cause like it stores it on the watch, which is good, but yeah. So look for look for the, that. Who would have thought we're going to announce a new product this year? Wait, it, this hasn't been announced. This watch? No. <laughs> well, the oh, thing no. is, we do the Apple thing. We announce it and then ship it like that week. That's actually surprising that Garmin would have the balls to do something like that. Like you know, Apple has that large yeah. following. The thing is, we have such a good supply chain that we can do it. Oh yeah, I I I believe that you could do it. But it's just it's for like consumers to get ready. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we have a very I wouldn't say we have a large following, but we have a very specific following of very hardcore athletes, you know, people who use your products like to use your products. The people that like Garmin products freaking love Garmin. And that's that's a thing that we've had very loyal customers for a long time. That's and the thing that they like is that our products are super like resilient like they don't break and we support them for a long time like we literally just put out an update for something for uh one of our um bike gps's Mm -hmm. that gives it all these new features it came out three years ago like that that kind of it's that's the kind of support that we do so well that's good to hear yeah and yet anything else anything else on in your life 
Besides games, no. I I mean no no games. Games are not a thing for oh, you wait. anymore. Oh, you I have saw left your childish things <laughs> behind. I saw Jurassic World. Oh, what'd you think of that? It was good. I wanted to see Inside Out, but it was sold out. This okay. This this brings. Oh shit! This reminds oh, me. Oh shit! Okay, Joe, when you go to a theater, what what do you what do you usually expect when you get to a theater? Like you go in, you grab a ticket. You go to the the actual like theater room. You grab a seat, and then you just kind of sit there, right? That's generally how movie theaters worked. Okay, work. you've described the process perfectly. Joe, the theaters here are different, and it, it's freaking me the fuck out because other people you are have just assigned like, seating or something. The other people are just like, no, this is just how it is. No, when you buy your ticket, you pick your seat, which is so weird. Because I'm like, well, I can't visualize where these seats are. Like, I don't know. Maybe this seat sucks. Because it's like in a weird corner or something, but it's like no. When you buy it, you got to pick now. I'm like, okay, well, uh, this one's kind of in the middle. I'll pick that. Then I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Then I get in, and it's like these are not normal seats. These are like, I'm gonna be honest, Joe. I felt like the laziest, like fattest American ever. These are giant sofas, like giant, like lazy boy sofas that literally have buttons on them that make them crane back and forward, and you can put your legs. Up. You could sleep on these things. You could just pass out. What and what chain of theaters was this? The thing is, Joe, all the theaters that I've seen have this. But are these theaters that I might be familiar yeah, with, like yeah, in like, Ohio or there something? Was, there was an AMC. Uh, there's this one called BB something that is is only here. And then then there's this thing called Cinetopia. AMC, AMC, which is all all over the place, had them too. The AMC huh. was the one that I went to, and like. It's fucking crazy. Like now I I can see why they sold out of Inside Out because these seats are so big that they take up as much space as like four or five seats in a in all theaters that I'm used to. But the thing is, I was like I was talking to like I I went there with uh with a girl. And I was like, "Wait, is this normal?" And she's like, "Yeah, these are the only seats I've ever seen in a theater." I'm like, "Wait, really?" Like this is normal. By the way, I've only ever gone to this theater. <laughs> no. Well, and I'm just like Okay, I'm from Cincinnati, and like I've lived in Indiana. Never seen this before. Literally, and she's like, "Wow, really?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, like just I've just they're just usually just normal seats. Like you don't have these like sofas." Like I was about to say, we just we live basically in Eastern Europe, just like <laughs> just our communist built, mass produced seating in theaters. Just yeah, seat in like cattle, and but the thing is, like, it was nice. But honestly, I thought it was too nice in that literally I was falling asleep. And that's not a good thing when you want to watch a movie. Like, I don't want to fall asleep when I'm watching the movie. I want to be on the edge of my seat. But the seats were so soft, so I couldn't be on the edge because I would literally sink in and just be like, oh, this is, oh. And like, yeah. I thought when you said that it was almost too nice, I thought this was like the beginning of a culture shock story <laughs> in which you're like, no, I, no, I need my shitty, I need my shitty weather and I need my shitty seats. And I, I'll be honest, Joe, I, I actually would kind of prefer the shitty seats because the fact that these take up so much space means that the movie that I wanted to see was sold out way easier. Like literally, I would say at least there's, there's got to be at least half as many seats, like maybe even fewer than half. Thus, the movies sell out faster. And that's huh. bullshit. Because I wanted to see a movie in any other theater with the regular seats would have been fine. But because there was like these big ass seats, it sold out super fast. 
I mean, hmm. It sucks because and, and and I mentioned it to the to the to the person I was out with. It's like, oh yeah, you have to buy tickets like days in advance if you want to make if you want to get seats. And like, that's stupid. I usually just walk up and get tickets like ten minutes before the movie starts. Out of curiosity, is there any cost difference from what you're used to? No, it was like seven bucks. It was a normal price. Oh my goodness. Huh. It. I was. That's why I'm saying. Like, I feel spoiled. Like, I feel like. Honestly, I felt like the most laziest American I've ever felt when I was li- laying in that seat in that theater. Well, I mean, celebrate your freedom <laughs> this this weekend with freedom. your giant ass American movie theater seats. Yeah, and the thing is, I was like, well, maybe it's just this theater, but um, I went on Fandango, and literally all the theaters around me in Kansas, in the Kansas well, the Kansas City area, all the ones around me are like this. So I think it's just like a Kansas hmm. th- a Kansas slash Missouri thing, maybe. I don't know. Because I've never seen this in Cincinnati, like in Ohio or in Indiana. I never saw this. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'd, I've never seen anything like that. It was crazy. Well, I can tell you right now that California movie seating is comparable to midwestern standards yeah. so yeah because I, I saw a few movies when i was in santa barbara and i was just like yeah these are this is this is a normal theater this is home so every theater <laughs> must be like this i guess yeah not in kansas no <laughs> Can- you're in kansas anymore wait <laughs> you're not in kansas any you're hmm i don't i got nothing yeah don't don't try <laughs> I, I try don't, all the don't, time don't hurt yourself <sighs> well man see I'm just watching my audio bar because there was some clipping on last week's podcast and I'm yeah. like now real anal retentive yours wasn't as bad mine was pretty gnarly so now I'm just like watching the bar trying to speak normal yeah yeah I'm not clipping now yeah I'm okay I guess I don't know yeah that's Woo! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that would happen. Hmm. I mean, I I constantly adjust with my sensitivity on this microphone, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think we'll be fine for this episode. I've been tweaking it. So, uh, my week my week has been easy. Yeah, I guess you were I, working from home. Yeah, I have been working from home. Because I can. Well, okay, so here's the dealio. Like, our servers went down. Okay, so I've been... My project that I've been working on has required t- the use of a VM on a remote server, um, a Linux box, and uh, the server with all my stuff on it went down due to power failure on Sunday evening or something like that. So I'm like, okay. I come into the office Monday... And it's still down, and I'm like, hey, what's the ETA on this? When can I get into my box? And they're like, uh, the contractor comes in Wednesday. And I'm like, what does that mean? The contractor <laughs> in charge of maintaining our servers was not going to come in and look at it until Wednesday. So in the meantime, it was going to be down. So at that point, I don't know what to do. I'm like literally paralyzed, Um, which, I mean, it's not too big of an issue because the project that I was working on was like 99% complete and I mean that by programmer standards not by game development standards <laughs> so that meant that all I needed to do was add like a 
handful of lines and I would have been done. Um, but I had nothing to do because I, I couldn't do it. And even if I did do it on my local Windows machine, which I have the code, like, I can get pool to it. Um, even if I had done that, though, I wouldn't be able to run it because it requires a Linux environment to run. So, uh, yeah, I just hung out. Um, I went in Monday, left early because nothing to do. Tuesday, I designated a work from home day because I needed to go to the bank anyway. And I'm like, well, I'll just like sign in. I'll VPN into Cisco. And if anyone pings me, they can ping me. I'll be on call basically. Yep. Um, Wednesday I go in, finally the surfers are back up, uh, as of noontime though. So the morning was still pretty quiet and literally within an hour I was done and I'm like, can we demo this? And he's like, sure. I demoed it. And now here I am. Um, now it's Friday, Thursday, nothing really happened. I went in briefly just to like wrap some stuff up and clean up my code, but nothing else. So otherwise, this week has been slow, and I intend to demo it next week, I guess, to some people. I don't know. Uh, and all while work was going slowly, I uh, I guess Shirley's coming out now. Yeah. She was going to come out, and then she wasn't, and now she's coming out now. Let's let's be clear. Coming out to visit you. Coming out to visit me. Shirley is not coming out. <laughs> I, I, I know love has won, but... You know, like, where that, yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, so, yeah, so my week has been slow. Otherwise, I've been, I've been playing a few video games. Video kind games? Of. I've been taking a breakfast sampler of video games. Um, let Joe. me just hop on over to the dock. What's up? An era has ended. An era has ended. This is true. Okay. I'll get to this before I get to the video games. So, for those of you who can look at the podcast art, you'll notice that my hair is weird. I shave the sides and I grow it long on top. Um, kind, kind of an undercut, but it's since grown out to be a little bit longer than that. And I'm kind of getting sick of maintaining it. I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> you know, like I really like how it looks, but holy hell, I can't keep shaving it like every two days. There's not, it's it's just, it's, it's way too much work. So I've just decided I'm probably going to start growing out my hair again. Uh, so I got that cut and that's my life right now. This hot updates on my hair, everybody. Th- thank you for the update, but that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> well, you're a real piece of shit. What? The end of an era? What era? A hair... It's, it's Shut up. G- no. See, it's- this is why you are not allowed to just, like... You can't do this. You can't do this, Peter. You idiot. You dumb idiot. No, uh... It's you didn't it's- even stop me. That's the worst part. No, I wanted to see where you're <laughs> you going. Just, where... <laughs> I hate you. What era has ended? And no, how is it more important than my hair? No, your my hair. Era. Your hair is way more important. It is. But uh, piece of it, shit. This is game related. What? Okay. What? What era has ended, Peter? Drive Club PS Plus Edition actually came out. Really? We have. It's like we have a whole section for this stuff, Peter. Yeah. A whole section. I say that uh, the reason why I'm putting it here is because I tried to play it. You uh, really? 
I tried. You even said it yourself before passing the torch that you didn't really play anything. I mean, I oh. played things. Okay, um, so how was Drive Club? How was Free Drive I, Club? I didn't play it because... Okay, so here's what happened. So you didn't even play it. So here's... I tried. So here's what happened. The night that it came out, I went on the PS, the PlayStation app. By I the way, when it. we say came out, we mean it came out as in it was available to play. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not that it was coming out. No, Drive Club, Drive Club PS Plus Edition is all about love. Love um, wins. So, on the PlayStation app, I bought it. I, you know, they have the little option like download to PS4. I click that, and I'm like, okay, cool. It'll be downloaded by tomorrow, and then I can play it. I get home. I turn the PS4 on. It's not downloaded. I'm like, what the fuck? It hasn't even started downloading. I check the firmware, like the the PlayStation 4 has an update that needs to be downloaded and installed. I'm like, okay, that's probably what happened. It couldn't download because it needed to install the update, but I wasn't here to install the update for it. So then it takes like literally all like hours to download this update. I'm like, why? It's such a small update. Then finally I get, it starts downloading the, the thing and then I did not get to play it. Because it is a six, uh, no wait, okay, the base game is a three gigabyte download, but then there are 10 gigabytes of updates. Wow. So I had to wait for the 10 gigabytes of updates to download. They just, hmm, that's a lot of, that's a lot of gigs. I don't know if you remember, but this game was pretty broken when it came out. Yeah, it was pretty broken. (laughs) It was pretty, pretty, pretty screwed up. So I want to play that eventually. Hmm. What I've actually been playing is, uh, Fallout Shelter. Oh, how goes the Fallout Shelter? I might be done. I might be done. You wouldn't it's, be the first. It's getting a little boring. Um, your your mom keeps dying. My mom? Yeah, in the game. She keeps dying. You don't have to revive my mom. I just need, revive me. I need everybody. I can't keep... I need people. Do you? Do you actually need people? I don't have enough... I'm having this problem where... I don't know, maybe something's in balance, but I can't keep enough people to keep all the rooms active. But then once yeah. I get enough people, I don't have enough food. So then I have to make more rooms to make food, and then that imbalances the power, and then I have to make more rooms to make power for the food rooms, and then I need more water. And then so what then you're I don't, telling then, me and then I don't have enough people again. So it's what like you're telling me it, there's is never that a balance. Free to play game. There's basically. never a balance. Well, it's not like I need to pay for it. I mean, but you're spinning plates, basically. They're just trying to come up with reasons <sighs> for you to... I guess. It just... it it. I was hoping that at some point it would reach a balanced state, but it never has. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And the raiders keep coming in and fucking everything up. Fucking raiders. <laughs> raiders doing what raiders do. Yeah, but it happens so often. I'm just like, no. Women and children... And Raiders are like, we do not care. <laughs> uh, can children die in that game? No, they uh, neither, neither can pregnant women. When Raiders come, they silo them in like these little hidden rooms. And then when they leave, they come gross. out. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> there are implications there that I don't necessarily approve of. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that's always been a, con- a thing of like this weird thing about Fallout is children don't die in those games. And the reason being actually is because of UK law that forbids oh. the depiction of children being killed or something like that. 
Um, because in original code, like the original Fallout, fun fact, by the way, history lesson, when Fallout came out, you could kill children, and then the UK was like, nah, we're not going to let you publish this. So they took out that functionality, and it actually led to a lot of bugs with the game as a result. <laughs> like, it broke a lot of things in that game that had to be fixed with a fan patch some years later. Huh. Wow. Today you know. Today you learn. So is that all you got around to? Yeah, (laughs) unfortunately, I wanted... No, fuck! No! It's it's never... Okay, while I was waiting for the the update to download, I played Fez. Uh, which version of Fez? Like, what, Fez on what, uh, platform? PS4. PS4? How is that? It's good. I've never played Fez before. Um... I know that it turns into something crazy, but, you know, at the beginning, it's just your basic 2D, well, 2D that swaps, you know, viewpoints, platformer. Um, the controls are all right. I think it, the jumping is, works well. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. They've got some interesting writing so far. I'm it's actually really surprising to me that you haven't played this yet. I For the longest time, I was waiting for the PS3 version. And then when the PS3 version came out, they're like, well, it's going to come to PS4. I'm like, well, I'll wait for the PS4 version. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you even waited for that. Like, I would have yeah. thought you would have tried that on the Vita at some point. Uh, right. Yeah, right. What? The, what the why Vita, is that so crazy? Why well, is that so crazy? I don't think it has cross-buy. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. It has cross-save. At least I don't think it does, because I have it on PS4 but not on Vita. So I would assume that if I had it on both, then they would have cross-buy, but I don't have it on both. And that wasn't ever a PS Plus game? That's the thing. I think it was a PS Plus game. That's why I have it on PS4. That's weird. I'm surprised they... Because usually when they do that with indies, it's like, oh, PS4, PS3, PS Vita. Only if it's a cross-buy game. Fez was not cross-buy. Well, then that makes sense. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I have a... The zeitgeist for that game has kind of gone and went for me, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll probably never be the guy that goes into it and solves, like, the secret language or whatever. I'm probably just going to be like, okay, I played it, and yep, I'm good. Yeah, when when that was happening, that was, like, so bizarrely fascinating. Like, I yeah. did enjoy, like, hearing about it, and then every time I just decided to try and get into it, I'm like, this is a little bit, like, simple, you know? Like, the gameplay at its core, like, I know it got a little bit crazier, but... yeah. You know, no, I wasn't the, willing to commit any time to that at that point in time anyway. The core gameplay is simple, and that's why a lot of people were so amazed at, like, how deep the rabbit hole could go. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. When did that came out? Oh, yeah, it came out in the spring of 2012. I think a lot of people I knew were still caught up with Skyrim at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. trying to think. It's like, didn't that, like, come out near came another out. important game? Eh, I mean... I don't know. I mean, it's still kind of far away from Skyrim, but it was still one of those things where I remember like me playing Skyrim at the time that Fez came out and I'm like, Oh, I'll let them, I'll let those people play Fez. I'm going to keep being the dragonborn. (laughs) Dragonborn. Dovahkiin. So does that round it out? Is that what all you've been up to? That's what I've been up to. Waiting for shit to download. Yep, such is life in the digital era. I 
I, as I said at the beginning, um, yeah, I've been doing kind of a sampler, I guess. Like, okay, so I have three games that I have touched uh, this past week. Damn it, Joe. Oh, yeah. I told you to stop doing that. Oh, you're not my supervisor. Um, Yeah, so first and foremost, I've been playing Majora's Mask uh, some more on my bus ride. Uh, I'm about halfway through that game now. I just completed the second of four temples. Um, All I can really say about that game is I can actually see that game being super frustrating if, like, you had no idea what you were doing. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where I didn't really pick up on it at the time, but when I first was exposed, I had a friend who was playing it, and he knew the ins and outs. Uh, He knew, like, the little secrets and some of the things that you can do to tweak that gameplay experience such that you could... It was more manageable. Like, there's a... The game takes place over 72 hours. uh, Not real-life hours, but in-game hours, which is, like, 72 minutes. But there's a song that actually slows the passage of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't necessarily learn that directly. It's kind of indirectly told to you, saying, hey, if you play this one song slower, uh, the time will slow down. But it doesn't necessarily tell you how that works. Um, so, like, I knew all of that going into it. And because of it, I was able to breeze through a good chunk of that game. Now, as I play it, I'm realizing that I remember quite a lot from my first, like, playthrough of that. And I was thinking to myself, honestly, if I forgot any of this or all of this, or if I knew none of this, this would be horrible. Like, I'm trying to do side quests that I vaguely remember, and there are, I remember, like, good chunks of it, but then there are little details that I forget. And so I try to fill in the gaps with what I think I need to do, and then I realized that what I did was wrong and I missed a time or a, a part on the schedule that I needed to hit. And so then I have to go back in time and restart the whole quest line over. And it's super tedious. And this is all while like time is going at a specific, like at a slower speed than it usually does. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. It's, it's definitely from an era where we were willing to put up with more of that type of stuff. Yes. I I agree with that, that and like just having a better understanding at the time as to what to do from like friends and online guides. Like it was just easier. That was a time where like you would buy one game for like months and then you would dedicate yourself to it. So you would know everything about that game, but people just don't play games that way anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's starting to bleed through. I mean, I've gotten, like, most of the heart pieces that I, like, can get at this point in time. Like, yeah, I'm, like, being... I'm playing this as a completionist, you know? Because as a kid, I never 100%ed it. And I'm like, well, I'm an adult. There's, like, this is completely within the realm of possibility. This game is nothing compared to, like, some other games that I play now. And even then, it's just, yeah, getting certain pieces is so tedious. Um... I yeah. love I love that you never hundred percented it, but you know who did? Weirdos. Jessica did. Oh great! Yeah, I, <laughs> I I'm I mean, I'm not surprised. But again, you know, again you're different right, errors in life. You're you're right though. Weirdos. Weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, I'm gonna keep playing. I still enjoy it. 
but you know there are like aspects of it where it's like this is really tedious oh my goodness and they've done some modernization with the game to make it far more serviceable but and yeah and honestly at this point the only thing that's truly agitating is just like oh well now i need to go and go back in time like it's busy work you know because you're redoing some of the events over and that's like not too time consuming like it only takes five minutes but five minutes for me in adult time versus yeah. child time it feels just so substantially more and is so substantially more aggravating so I don't know I still I'm really like I really want to just say still that this is the best I still think it's like the best Zelda game, but that's because I don't like Zelda games. Yeah. But now that parts of the core mechanic are starting to kind of grate on me a little bit, I'm starting to think it's like, is this even the best not Zelda game? Like, I don't know <laughs> anymore. Like, I don't. I, I mean, sure. I've never really played Majora's Mask that much. I basically just watched my, uh, one of my older girlfriends, uh, play it but um, I don't know of the ones that I've seen it definitely is the most interesting and that's why I hold it in pretty high regards yeah again that's why it's just I feel like Zelda has constantly been trying well they I feel like for me personally to like it they need to change up the formula I know a lot of people don't want that and I understand that so as a result I'm willing to admit, admit that I don't like Zelda and this is like one of the only times where I can say this is so different from a typical Zelda game that I want to like this. I want to like give kudos, but even then now it's just like, well, did you actually do it in the right way? I don't know. So I don't know. I, I'm still going to beat that. I'm still going to try to 100% it because at the end of the day, I need something to do on my hour and a half journey to work each day. So yep. <laughs> there's that. Um, been playing more Peace Walker. I have been chugging through that because I was like, so Peace Walker is kind of a can have has base management aspects to it, and such it be behooves you to replay certain missions to get like certain POWs or people who can help you. And you know, I kind of messed around with that for a while, and then I'm like, you know, what? I just want to beat this game because I don't envision myself spending a lot of time with it after I beat it. So I just started to blast through the game, and I finally got to the sequence, and this was really bizarre to me. So without like being too spoilery, you have to destroy this thing. You have to destroy a mech, basically. And it's like, hurry and destroy it. Um, and then in the cutscene to it, it's like, you need to destroy the platform and take it out. And I'm like, oh... Okay, so I get into the mission, mission, and now the dialogue, the voiceovers while I'm playing is like, you need to destroy it before it, uh, you know, before it attacks. And so I was kind of conflicted. I'm like, am I supposed to destroy this mech, or am I just supposed to find a way to interact with the environment and destroy the platform? I could not figure out what to do. And so I went online, and they're like, no, you have to destroy the mech. Also, you need to have, like, the best equipment to do it. So you need to grind. And I'm like, what? So apparently, that mission is really easy in co-op and really hard in single player. And in order to beat oh. it in single player, you need to grind out. 
Like, seriously. You have, oh, like, man. a minute to destroy this mech. And right now, I'd be lucky if I could destroy it in five <laughs> with my current equipment. Jeez, okay. It's stupid. So, yeah, and that's the thing is I looked it up because I'm like, I'm an adult. I am not going to spend time poking at this to find some, like, tricky solution. And turns out, yeah, there is no tricky solution. You actually just have to attack it. Um, Yeah, so that's where I'm at in that game. So I've just been, like, playing podcasts and I've been grinding. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Because I want to beat this game. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's... That was truly bizarre to me, and it's really bumming me out that no one plays that game online. I tried the toy with the multiplayer and, like, the competitive multiplayer, and there was only about five people online in the world, globally. Ugh. Yeah, that's how, like, dire that that just the whole thing is, so. I guess it's the, it's the sort of thing where in Japan you would be able to, like, at least on the PSP version, meet up with people on the train, but we just don't really do that here. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it. Um, yeah, if I mean, so like my feelings on Peace Walker so far, I still think it's a really freaking good game. Like, you know, you were expressing kind of doubts with regards to the PSP God of War games. Yeah. I don't necessarily have the same level of misgiving about this. I still think this is worth playing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, this this game was made by Kojima, by the main Metal Gear, you know, team. Yeah. Those PSP games were made by a completely different team for God of War. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you ever, like, yeah, if someone wants to play uh, Metal Gear Solid Five coming out, I do think this is necessary playing material because there is a lot of tie-in and you're interacting with a lot of characters that be, are very important in Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, and even and even if you take the story out of it, I still think it's a good Metal Gear game. Um, albeit a little different, it's still fundamentally a good game. So I, I, I feel it's worth playing. I don't know. If you, if you ever get around to it, like yeah. whenever, whenever you get around to playing this game, Mm -hmm. I want to co-op it with you. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be a worthwhile... I think that'd be worthwhile just because it actually might help you beat the game versus this BS now where I'm grinding out the same mission like 20 times. Ugh. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it's a good game. Trust me, guys. Trust me, guys. It's, it's a good game. I trust you. I've been playing the same mission 20 times to get POWs, but trust me, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Eh. Um, <laughs> and then finally, the last thing I've been poking at, Terraria had a it's 1.3 update. Oh, and really? Yes. Oh, boy. And it's substantial. So it's kind of funny just how like we look at this like, oh, 1.3, it, it's basically... Their what what was what were their updates? I feel like it was like 1.1, 1.2. Any 1.x update is always substantial for them. I feel this one is huge. I I it's probably not quite as big as the 1.2, but going into that game like again after being on hiatus from it, and it's just like I don't understand what's going on anymore. <laughs> like they have achievements in it now. What? They have cloud saves for your characters and for your worlds. Um, all integrated into the game itself. They like there's 
I like killed a thing and I got a thing and then I got an achievement. It's like you got the metal detector and I'm like, what? I that's important. I don't understand. <laughs> it's it's like okay, like the biggest bummer with this is I really kind of wish I had come into Terraria at this 1.3 update. Oh really? And I say this because if you go on my Steam account, I have like 171 hours logged with this game. Mm-hmm. And that's Steam time, which is notorious for being less than what is actu- what is real, I feel. So, like, I'm just getting into it, and I'm like, I have to rebuild. Like, I have a character with a lot of items, and I could start building again, but it's just... it. I've been here before, you know? Like, there's a... F- there's new trinkets and new things to find, but it's not enough to make me want to go back to this game that I just spent like the latter half of freshman year in college just sucking dry, you know, like I'm fatigued basically, you know? So like, it's kind of a bummer because I really do like want to get back into this, but I just, every time I start again, I just lose motivation immediately. I've built I've built underwater cities. I've built cities oh. in the sky. I don't know where else to build cities, Peter. S- build it in the the Netherlands or something. I, I mean, I I could start building. It's like I built dark matter. I built entire towns out of gray brick, and now this new change log is offering me shiny gold brick to build <laughs> these same towns. That's the thing, though, is like I have these new materials but I'm still using them in the same way that I did for 171 hours. And it's like, I really wish I had more materials back then, but I have had my fill of the building. So who's to say? Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. 1.3 is out. It looks amazing. If people are still playing Terraria, they should totally like play with that. I kind of want to try poking at it again sometime. Because they have minecarts now, they have randomly generated minecarts that you can just hop in and they will take you down a mine shaft. Shit's good. I don't know. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. So Terraria 1.3, it's a thing. I played it. I'm gonna. I might put it away. I don't know. Ah, but that's about all I've done with gaming. I've. Bleh. Bleh. I have a lot of mobile games on my phone, like, installed on my phone right now that I kind of want to, like, play some a bit at some point, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Like, what do I have here? I have I have that Final Fantasy uh, record keeper thing I wanted to try. I th- is that even a... What is that? It's like, so... It's basically they have... It's kind of like a highlight reel where they recreate battles throughout the Final Fantasy series. The only difference is instead of, like, taking the battles straight from the game, they just use sprites to represent the characters and the monster. And I guess you level up characters? It's kind of like... I don't know. It's basically... uh, That's the best way to put it. It's a highlight reel of battles from the Final Fantasy series. I guess they have multiple battles per game. And you can have a party of your favorite Final Fantasy characters and level them up, and they have abilities and XYZ, etc., etc. It's very reminiscent of me to me of like the It Rhythm, except instead of the 
rhythm game around the battles. You just choose attack and or magic mm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, that that's like the best way I can describe it. I don't know. It looks like something stupid to try. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, just wait until the that other thing comes out. What is it? The thing that they announced at E3. Oh, uh, World of Final Fantasy, I think it is. Wait, is that mobile? No, the one that was uh, mobile. The Kingdom Hearts one? No, they announced that, like, oh, there, there's going to be an app that basically is just, like, a a, a data, like, a database about oh, Final Fantasy bullshit. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I don't care about that. I don't know what that is. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what that is. I so. think, the, I, I, once again, with the Square Enix stuff where they don't really tell you what it is, but... um. The th- what I got from it was it was basically a hub to get Final Fantasy news from. Yeah, I don't need any more Final Fantasy news in my life. <laughs> but thank you, Square. Um, Otherwise, and this isn't really gaming related, I found out that customers have Uber ratings. Yeah, I, I found that out a few weeks ago. People were yeah. making a big deal about it i i didn't realize that was a thing so like i'm like well how can i find mine out and they're like you just have to email them and i did and they're like you have a 4.8 out of 5 and i'm like yes it's still good because apparently so like the way this whole thing started is i was reading somewhere and people are like yeah you can actually tip uber drivers and they do take it and then they're like yeah it it might affect your customer rating and i'm like "Wait, wait 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 hold the phone one i didn't realize that we were allowed to tip Uber drivers or if it was even expected. And two, I didn't know we had customer ratings. What's up with that? And they're like, yeah, uh, some Uber drivers won't pick you up on if you're below a certain threshold. And I'm like, oh God. Oh no. <laughs> I don't tip Uber drive Uber drivers. If they made it like where you could tip them in the app, that'd be a lot better. Well, that's the thing is I think Uber advertises as such saying, hey, you don't need to tip them. They're making like a salary or something. Yeah. And yeah, so like that's what I thought. But then people are like, yeah, no, I totally do it. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. And then to hear that that might tie into my rating by the Uber drivers, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like that's that's that might that's going to suck. Um, And then I checked it's like four point. I'm like, whew, OK, I'm not like I could probably get away with still not tipping i don't want to make it sound like i'm getting away with Joe, it i'm just gonna say like there was there was no way you could have possibly had a bad rating because it's not like you're an asshole like i think bad ratings are solely left to people that are like idiots you know that do stupid shit and like yell at the uber driver or like 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 the crazy lady that was trying to get a taxi cab when we were getting our uber yeah yeah oh i remember that yeah okay yeah so what do you, yeah i'm not an asshole I, I love Uber. I there are sometimes where I don't want to make conversation and sometimes where I do and I do appreciate it when they do. Like they're very super friendly. So yeah, you know. That was the thing though, as I like just thought back of all the times like, well, I don't tip, but have I been a good customer? And it seemed like I have every time. And that's what yeah. the that and that yeah, and that's what they were expressing on this where I was reading this was it's just like, Oh yeah, no, some might have a problem with that, but they're like, generally speaking, the customers with a bad rating are the people who are dicks. And I'm like, well, I'm never a dick. So this is great. So I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Like uh, it's one of those things where I do like a lot of what Uber does as far as just like 
they're more progressive in regards to just how they set up their business model compared to their traditional taxi cabs. So it was just actually cool to say, oh, there's an additional feature that makes it even more like capitalist friendly, I guess. Not to say that I'm masturbating over the ideals of capitalism, but, you know, it's it's a good system. I kind of wish that they would show your rating more prominently rather than having you have to email them. Well, yeah, and I agree. I It was okay, though, because I sent in the customer, like, service. Like, okay, for one, if you search their help service, it is actually, like, a page where you just, like, say Uber customer rating. It'll take you right to the page, and then they just have, like, a submit button, and you submit it, and you get an email within 30 minutes. Okay. So it's kind of more like, yeah, it's it's automated, basically, at this point. So, yeah, they don't show it persistently but if you ever want to know it takes less than an hour to find out because like well hmm. and it's not a and it's not a hassle either like the biggest hassle is just it not being there like front and center you just have to go to their support page and just type in uber customer rating and then you go straight to the page hit the submit button you're done you don't have to like compose an email or anything you know yeah yeah so yeah so I'm learning things about this world, this human planet that <laughs> I will take back to my 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 people. So, otherwise, uh that rounds out the round table and what's going on in our lives. Uh what's going on in the video game industry? Nothing. Yeah, nothing that we really care about anyway. Uh stuff has happened. Actually, okay. These first three two-ish things aren't a big deal this last thing though i do want to talk about because it's i feel like it's a good platform for people getting angry oh god um so okay so to get the stuff that i don't really care too much about out of the, well i do care I, I do kind of care about this um apple indiscriminately pulls a bunch of apps from its store that depict the confederate flag yeah Regardless uh, of context, Apple. So the thing is, Apple on the on the iOS store, they are by far the most popular like mobile app store, as far as games are concerned. But the thing is, they've never been big game supporters, which it's so weird. Like they didn't ask for this. Like they never asked to be the game the game place. They just happened to become the game place, and now they just don't know what to do with it. You know. Yeah, uh, it's just interesting to me, like, again, people were talking about the double standards that they hold their game place versus their music place or their book place. Yep, yep. It's just one of those things where, yeah, you just so happen to fall into this. Maybe you never, like, envisioned the your mobile devices to become a platform for video games as big as it is. I still feel like, as a company, why not standardize the rules that you have for both your books and your music. It would just make things easier on their part, at least, you know? It would, but, uh, I mean, it's still better than it used to be. Like, for the longest time, Steve Jobs, like, wouldn't even let, didn't even want games to be on the store. So, I don't know. It, and a lot of people at the company follow the jobs model. So it, it, it hopefully this gets fixed at some point, but I'm just not hopeful about it. Like I think that it's going to be like this 
for a while. Yeah, I I think it will be too. It, not until like they actually have a CEO who comes out and says, "Yeah, we're gonna try to like make continue our dominance as the number one game platform or something." Yeah. Like until you have someone from a super high up position emphasize that point, you're not gonna have it. So, yeah, God, you're right. Okay, I kept saying like mobile, but like no, the iPhone's so popular, like it is the number one game platform. Shit. Yeah, I mean, Android, I think Android has it be as far as like phone market share. However, though, I'd be remiss to say that more people are not are. I'd be remiss to say that more people are not gaming on Apple devices. Yeah. Also, yes, it's the biggest gaming platform, period. Like end of story, even bigger than PC at this point. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. God damn. (laughs) <laughs> scary thoughts god damn <laughs> damn you apple <laughs> but um i guess uh but that that all being said there was an update uh they are now allowing games back on however they are not allowed to prominently display the confederate flag in their marketing and what that means is the uh, app icon yeah uh cannot make cannot have the confederate flag depicted so i was looking at some photos there's like one picture of a union soldier on horseback and behind him one is the american flag the union flag and then next to that is the confederate flag to like indicate the two sides that are fighting and then they just flat out they just full-on removed the confederate flag and just made the whole thing one american flag hmm. uh so that's what they mean i guess when they say marketing um that's, i don't know it's weird it's like it, super bizarre it's kind of silly because like like who cares like unless they're it's not like they're especially with that game like it seemed like that's not like they're making propaganda about the confederate flag they're literally just have a game where you're fighting those two sides yeah the, like the, the whole like series of events that have happened in this country over these past few weeks it's just been kind of like stupid like i mean i i get like kind of wanting to just get rid of that imagery but the idea is like this at the end of the day, it's there's historical context or there's like histor there's history surrounding this, yeah. and you know just to flat out like remove all depictions of it, it's like, well, if you're glorifying it, yeah, I can kind of get that, but just because, I don't know, yeah, it's this weird thing where they don't want to be associated with it, but it's like no, you want you don't want to be associated with the ideas that this presents, and that's fine, but. In the context in which it's being depicted, I think has a plays a huge role in that. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it's silly. I think it's a bit silly. There's like a lot of reaction. Like, it's all reactionary, and it's kind of stupid. But that being said, that was Apple's doing in this particular case. I don't think Android is. I don't even know if they can enforce such a policy on the. It would have to be on the, like the Google Play Store. or Amazon or yeah. something like well, that. The thing about Google Play, like the thing about Apple versus Google Play is Apple actually looks at every app submission. While exactly. Google Play, it's automated, so they couldn't really do that. Yeah. Yep. So Yeah, I just Yeah. I mean I don't I don't mind censorship or people curating their shit. Like that's fine, but just there's a level of reasonableness and this has not been it. So Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's that whole fiasco. Um, Fallout 4 pre-orders are said 
at least for the Xbox One, to come with a copy of Fallout 3, which they are dedicating to making backwards compatible. Hmm. I'm not... I'm, I'll be interested to see how that works because Fallout... Fallout 3 on the consoles was kind of a buggy mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a big part of that was due to RAM limitations. I wonder if how true to the emulation they would keep it. It's the... So the thing, the emulator literally is just emulating the Xbox 360 console, so there will not be more memory. Like, it'll okay. be limited to the amount. It's 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 it going to be exactly the same. Or it's going to, at least as far as, um, like, Digital Foundry has done an analysis of some of the ones that are on the, sto- uh, the preview program so far. And so far, performance has either been the same or worse. It, nothing has been better. And that that would make sense to me because I'm sure un, under the code there's like a lot of well what would that be high level code that probably deals with some sort of memory allocation and yeah. it's not necessarily dynamic so they it may have been written with like a specific size of memory in mind exactly. and you would have to go in and alter that to totally. accommodate this larger memory space. Yep, exactly. So yeah, that that would be more trouble than it's worth. Um, I mean, at that point, you might as well just make an Xbox One version of the game. Yeah, basically. Um, And then, oh yeah, Fallout Shelter has been tweeted as being said that it will be coming out sometime next month. They don't have a release date. Yeah, this is from Twitter, always the most reliable, but it's a dev on Twitter. And he's like, (laughs) they hope for next month. No release date. So, well... By by the time it comes out, all of us... Apple players are going to be done. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying hearing about people's mm-hmm. experience with the game. But as time has gone on, I've just lost kind of a lot of interest and seeing other people get burnt yeah. out on it has made me been like, okay, well then I probably won't get a lot from this now at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun, but like, it's one of those things where like you play it for a week and you're like, okay, yeah, that was fun. We like to call that novel. Yeah. It's novel. It's a novel idea. So, that's that. Uh, finally, and this is a big thing, and this can we can probably spend some time. Well, you know, I'll just I'll just start start what is, it, and what is this uh, we'll, big we'll, thing? we'll see. Well, so Shigeru Miyamoto speaks about why he thinks the Wii U crashed and burned, and I'm gonna Ooh. like read out the quote, um, so those at home can follow along with the nerd rage. Um, Nerd rage. Well, th- I have a little bit of like ear agitation at this quote, largely because I still feel like I feel like it highlights something—a fundamental problem with Nintendo missing the mark. Oh yeah, like I, I was gonna say, I when I listen when I heard the quote, like it wasn't that I was mad. I was just like, "Yep, sounds like Nintendo again." Yeah, I mean, it's agitating, so I'll read the quote. It, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto said, I feel like people never really understood the concept behind Wii U and what we were trying to do. I think the assumption is we were trying to create game mach- a game machine and a tablet, and really what we were trying to do was create... Wait, fuck, what am I reading? I think the assumption is we were trying to create a game machine and a tablet, and really what we were trying to do was create a game system that gave you tablet-like functionality for controlling that system and give you two screens that would allow different people in the living room to play different ways. 
Unfortunately, because tablets at the time were adding more and more functionality and becoming more and more prominent, this system and this approach didn't mesh well with the period in which we released it. And my problem with this quote is it puts the fundamental... It places the blame squarely on the fact that people were too engaged with the tablet market to yeah. appreciate what Nintendo was doing. And the reason why I find this, why I don't like this quote is because, no, the reason no one bought the Wii U was because you did a piss poor job marketing it as a game system. And instead people thought it was just another peripheral. Yeah. And, and uh, there's so many things kind of th- things about this quote that I find wrong. Like it was the tablet not being explained very well. Like he said, like, oh, blah, blah. It's like, no, I understood what you, like, that that was what the game, what the thing was supposed to be, but no one else did. And it wasn't because of, like, it wasn't because they weren't trying. It's because you did a shit job of showing it off. Like, the for the first year at E3, they never even showed that it had a console attached to it. They showed the tablet, and that confused the shit out of everybody. Um, and... I can't believe that he was like, oh, the other tablets just kept getting better and better. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. Things get better and better. Like, it's like they designed the tablet based off of like the 2010 iPad. And then once it came out, they're like, oh, shit, there's three more generations of iPads that are way better now. Uh Oh, yeah. People weren't looking at this like, oh, yeah, this is a how does this. Yeah, people were not making Likenson like comparisons to tablets people were still squarely looking at it as a console but the consumers who were in the know me and you understood that this was probably going to be a new system the wii u everyone else who was looking at it wasn't looking at it and like oh is that a competitor to the ipad no they were looking at it as like oh i get that for my wii like people understood people vaguely understood what this was and that it needed a console they didn't understand that it was a brand new console and that that confusion persisted for so long it's dude it still persists like i go to the store all the time and there's some mom or some grandma that's like but we already have a wii that's like no it's different it's not the same thing yeah that's yeah this quote just kind of rubs me the wrong way because he i just there are moments like these where I just want to sit down and like kind of challenge them and be like, no, you understood that we all understood what you were trying to do. And, you know, honestly, I, I was sold on it. I liked the idea. Problem is no one else understood the, I mean, but they didn't understand it in a different way. You, yeah. you misunderstand what they don't understand. Totally. And I mean, this is due to the tablet being at, adding cost to the system, but the system was overpriced. Like, the fact that it's still $300 when you can get an Xbox one for three fifty, that's fucking crazy. Like who in their right mind would put those two side by side and, and pick the, the Wii U? No one, everyone would be like 50 bucks more for a system. That's way more powerful and has way more functionality and way more games. I think we'll go with the Xbox one, you know? Yeah. that That's especially how I feel like the core market would yeah, that's how people would justify it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just one of those things where you look at this quote and you now it kind of you 
you kind of understand now. You understand it's like, <laughs> oh, well, why why is Nintendo had such a hard time moving units? It's because they don't actually know the, what the problem is. Like, they know there's a problem, and yeah. they're misdiagnosing the problem. It's like... It's because they're, they're very much a Japanese company, and they just don't understand the American mindset. Because we have different needs and wants here than the Japanese consumer but they're so Japanese focused that they have a little trouble with that I feel and it's the same thing with us like we have trouble understanding the Japanese consumer but the problem is the American uh, the American market is just so important now it's way more important than the Japanese market but you know they're just having trouble shifting to the fact that the American market is the important market for their products but even then is it is it so simple to say that it's a problem with them not understanding the American market? Because how well did this sell in Japan, comparatively speaking? Um, like, that's the thing, is if it sold poorly everywhere, then I don't think this is a cultural issue. This is a, we just don't understand what the fuck the problem is issue. I, I don't know the Japanese numbers, but the sense that I get is that, especially since when you go to the Japan... Microsoft is completely out of the equation that the Wii use a little bit more competitive there. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably does have the edge, but then again, it's... Yeah. Who's to say? Because, um, didn't the... Because they love Monster Hunter and the Wii U had the Monster Hunter game, so I bet they a bunch of people bought that. Yeah, I am looking at, and mind you, this is only a weekly hardware chart, but from what I'm looking at right now, it seems the amount of units that sold in North America was the same as Japan. And there it is. That that So there is a slight edge in Japan yeah. for this console versus, say, the PS4. This week sold 40,000 units, and Japan sold 12,000 units. Yeah, so, and that's more proportional to our populations. Oh, let's look at the Xbox One. You want to take a guess what the Xbox One's numbers are? In Japan? For okay. this week. For this week. For this week in Japan. I'm going to bet they sold 100 units. Eh, give them a little more credit than that. 200 units. I don't... Usually they're in the... I was going to say, they're usually in the, like the hundreds. Like, they're usually in the hundreds. Yeah, 400 units compared to... What do you think North America's number is? Um, 200,000. It's about 39,000. Oh, shit. Oh, wait, shit. I, okay, I forgot. It's weekly, not monthly. Actually, yeah. yeah, if if you s divided mine by four, that's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, PS4 and Xbox One are actually really close to each other, but then you look at <laughs> Japan's numbers and, See, that's and the Sony thing. is beating them by a margin of, what is that, yeah. 10, that's 30? See, that's the thing. Uh, Microsoft um, does really well in America, but they do so poorly everywhere else that it kind of balances out. And then Europe is just, like, gobbling up the PS4 Oh, yeah. well, Europe has always been a Sony house. 62,000 units. Mm. Just, that's substantial. The Vita, meanwhile, 13,000 <laughs> units in Japan, 3,000 units in the U.S. It's because Japan loves that Vita. They sure do. So, that's been another Marketing Minute brought to you by Joe Voda and Peter Samin. Now, let's go down to the bottom where Japan has bought 21 Wii's. I enjoy that you are also on VG charts. <laughs> yeah, original Wii. The J Japan has bought 21 of them this week. <laughs> Ridiculous. Why are they even keeping... Wii's. 
Like, why are they even keeping track of that anymore? I mean, at least the Wii is selling better than the Xbox 360 in Japan. <laughs> by by <laughs> three units. About 18 <laughs> units sold an entire country. That's Can crazy. Can we just talk about this? A country full of a hun- like what, 150 million people? Yeah, yeah. Give or take 2 million, 20 million? Like, just 18. <laughs> you couldn't even... If I went out and bought 360s for an entire class of school children... I would double the number of the amount, like, a, 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 not even a large class, a class of 20 kids. Like, just a small class. Wow. This is great. Unless they've, like, not been selling new units for a while and they're no, buying they, they secondhand. S- no, they still make Wii's. I'm not doubting that they make Wii's, but at least with regards to the 360, maybe they oh, just the cut off supply a long time ago. And maybe. we're like, yeah, like we have warehouses, so we'll sell some of those new. And then everyone else mm. is like, well, screw that. I'm going to buy it like refurbished or new or something. I yeah, they still, they still, I know they still ship them to the Americas and Europe, but I don't know what they do in uh, Japan. Microsoft kind of gave up on Japan a long time ago. I mean, and who can blame them? Yeah, <laughs> it probably would save you. It would. Pro- it was probably a better. The potential cost is just not there, or the potential profit is not there, even yeah. if they did drive a hard campaign to get Japan to accept it. Who's to say they would actually turn out as profitable as they are by not sending anything there to begin with? Ugh. So that's uh, that's largely been a show. I have nothing. Do you have any uh? Closing I thoughts, a, ideas, concerns? Well, I did, but it's kind of stupid. Don't we, Tell me about the, your... No, too well, late. You've already said it. Okay. I'm sick of listening to podcasts where people say stuff, and then they're <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't talk about it. And someone else is like, yeah, you shouldn't. And they're like, we'll talk about it later off podcast. <laughs> and I want to throttle them. It's like, don't tease me like this. So what's your stupid thing, Peter? Uh, just uh, Microsoft had set the date for Windows 10 to be July 29th, but now they've made a second announcement saying I think they're saying like well, technically it'll be out July 29th, but only for preview customers and then it'll be a slow rollout to everyone else in the coming weeks. I'm like, oh. So I might not get my hands on the new OS for weeks. That sucks. I still want to know how I can get my Windows 10 thing. Like, what was it? You can upgrade to Windows 10? Yeah, I mean, it just it just popped up on my screen. It's just like not it, here. It's not it's, here. It's right here. I can click it. I can I can Wait, click it. I, it I pops just, up. I'm not seeing it here. And like, it's like, yeah, you, you signed up. Now here's the features I, that will come. There was a thing that said, hey, would you like to be notified of new software? And that was off. And I just turned that on. Hmm. But I don't know. No, this is a separate thing. Like, this is a sp- specific thing that, like, if you run a Windows update, all of a sudden you just have an icon in your taskbar at the bottom that is the Windows 10 logo, and then you click it, and then you sign up to get Windows 10 when it comes out. Do you have all your optional updates on? I don't know. Okay, no. I'm going to have to actually look into this. So This was not an optional update. Okay. Well, I mean, I was wondering if you have... And had all your 67 optional d- updates. Oh, no. Also, no. like, maybe that would be like, oh, yeah, hey, he has all the updates. So now he's no, ready. Sir. Okay. 
I don't know. Clearly, you're running some renegade version of Windows. Clearly. Clearly. it has. That's the only possible solution here. <laughs> um, with that being said, that looks like another episode. Um, actually, real quick. We... I feel like we need to start the transfer process. Yeah. Um, you gave me login information for the website, correct? Uh, if I have not, I can give that to you. Yeah, just send send that to me, and then I'll download all the information, and I'll st- I'll I'll try merging it together. Like I'll test that out, and if I can't merge it, then we might need to go a different route. Okay. Yeah. I I don't think it should be too difficult. It's all categorized under one thing. Yeah. And then after that, we'll need to look into setting up a our uh, feed. Yeah. And um, I guess we'll just you'll just have to tell me what like plugins and stuff I need to get. Yeah, I to- think the only big one is like blue. Something. Oh, we'll figure it out. I'll figure okay. it out. They're on the uh, they're on the page when you log in. So totally. Yeah, I can I can just look there. Okay, so we're gonna try to merge. Um, also, guess what next weekend is? What? What is it? It's our 50th episode. <gasps> Are we having a, a house party? <laughs> no, that's only for Actually, hundreds. you know what? If, 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 anyone, if anyone listens and knows where I live, you can come to my house to have a house it, party. It, yeah, it doesn't even need to be next weekend. Just, like, stop just on by. A, let's just have a house party. Yeah. No, one, no one listens. Yeah, no, like, uh, that'll be... I don't know what to do for a hundredth episode, but you know, like now it'll just be a 50th episode. I don't know. I might like solicit emails. We'll see. We'll see what I'm feeling. Um, otherwise though, like hopefully we can get the transfer over by then for the hundredth episode for the hundredth episode. We do the hundred nugget challenge. Oh my God. Don't, don't say things that you'll regret (laughs) because I might join you. (laughs) We could do the 50 nugget challenge. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I don't want to die. I'm not 50's ready to die not that yet. much. Yeah, it's 50, not, it's, 50 it's is not a, doable, not but not necessarily I, desirable. Doable, but not <laughs> desirable yeah, yeah. is what they said about my ex. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that, that's what's going on in our neck of the woods. So we'll keep people updated about any feed updates. All those people I told to desc- subscribe to our feed are now... SOL. Great. Awesome. Um, Man. Unless I can... I wish there was a way to, like, transfer it, but I don't think you can. I I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I'm not necessarily going to look into it either, because that sounds like work, and yeah. I can only do so much. So, with that being said, this has been another episode of Shit Gamer Say. I'm going to post our gamer tags, our handles, our aliases in the description, and you can use those to apply to pretty much any of these services that you can find us on. Um, you can find me and Peter on Twitter. I like that you said apply as if sending a friend request is like an application to be. It being. is like an application. I will reject you in a moment if I see you have any Kingdom Hearts on your trophy list. <laughs> you will be rejected. Um, yeah, you can find us both on Twitter. You can find us both on the PlayStation Network. You can find Peter on Xbox Live. You can find both of us on Steam. You can find Peter on Wii U now. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. He has one of those. Splat me. Ew. 
That's actual wording from Splatoon. Are you for real? Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> um, yeah, visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com. There you'll find presumably the rest of this podcast and a whole other bunch of stupid videos that we may have posted at some point. I don't know. Oh, oh they're stupid already. They're pretty dumb. You can also send us emails at zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. I'll probably put out a uh, notice sometime on social mm. media to get people to send some questions for episode 50. Yeah, we'll answer them. And we'll answer 50 them. 50 questions. Fif- 50 questions. I'd be down. Um, yeah, otherwise, this podcast is, was, and in our hearts will forever be in association with the Ohio State Podcast Network, though maybe not for much longer. Um, you can visit their website at go.osu.edu forward slash podcasting to find some other podcasts like this one. We've been the sole updaters for the past month. Hmm. It's a sad state of affairs. I feel like I'm leaving my apartment building and leaving the keys on the counter and shutting off the lights because it's so quiet. Um, yeah, then that's what we were referring to earlier in that when we are we are going to look into transferring our podcast over to our own site and yeah. jumping ship on the podcast network. Um, though I will continue to update it for a little bit longer uh, probably after the transfer, just cause, uh, never know, never know. Someone might actually step in and do something about that train wreck. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Um, 50th episode coming next week. Email us zucchini thumbs at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye.